Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. And welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bilotto. Kim, what a week it's been. Here we are again for another week of In the Oil Patch. What's been going on? Well, you know, Alvin, being a statewide publication, we are always consistently being asked to cover events and uh, do expos or attend expos. And so we've been extremely busy. On top of our normal jobs of producing a brand new issue of Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, and, um, you know, keeping up with the radio show, we've also been creating an advocacy group called Texas Energy Advocacy Coalition, better known as TEKS. So we've been extremely busy covering the whole entire state and the whole topic of energy and business. Yeah, and you, you typically are, are, you know, running around in the shale oil and gas Lexus, but lately it's been the boat, the shale mag boat. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we do take some time to go out on the water and enjoy the uh, Texas coastline. And so it's been a great um, couple of days off that we've uh, had, I've experienced. Hey, Kim, we're going to do something a little different this week in, in this segment of the show. I want to call it, you know, for lack of a better term, let's call it the round robin. What I'm going to do is we've got five or six different topics that I want to hit on real quick. And it, it's like, it, it's going to be fun, trust me, because it's going to be kind of like I'm okay. interviewing you. I'm, I'm picking Kim's brain in the round robin this week on In the Oil Patch. So are we ready, Kim? I'm ready. Round robin starts now. Subject one. Let's talk about TEAK. TEAK is the Texas Energy Advocacy Coalition, and it was actually created um, as a brainstorming uh, occurred between a group of individuals that felt that they wanted to have, um, you know, a better understanding of energy, energy topics, especially uh, when it came down to the legislative time that happens here in Texas only every two years. It's an extremely important time. Energy is always affected uh, by pieces of legislation that are passed uh, at the Capitol, the state of Texas Capitol. And so we wanted to get involved and be able to have a better um, awareness of the, the bills that we're passing, as well as, you know, there's a whole bunch of us that are in business, and rather you're in the oil and gas business or you're in a business that wants to uh, have a greater economic development with oil and gas. There's a lot of us, and the opportunity to be able to network and support one another's businesses was so important. So we just decided to create a group that would be like minded individuals that support energy. And throw their support to energy and energy topics, but also build each other's businesses and the awareness for each other's businesses and continue to help grow everyone to being more profitable. And so this group, Teak, will be meeting. Um, you actually had our first meeting here in San Antonio. It was actually at the Sheridan Gunther downtown. What an amazing evening we had. It was a beautiful night, a beautiful event. We had um, our State Senator, Senator Aristi there, who has uh, the largest area of oil and gas that you know, spans from the Permian Basin area, some of it all the way into the Eagle Ford. We also had um, the Texas Railroad Commissioner, David Porter's staff there, Mary Bell, who helped uh, talk about how important 
uh, regulatory framework matters. And then we also, of course, had Omar Garcia, the president of STEER, which is South Texas Economic Energy Roundtable. And so we talked about how important it is to uh, us to understand and have a greater awareness of oil and gas. And then uh, on Wednesday, we also had our grand opening launch in the beautiful city of Corpus Christi, Texas. You know, San Antonio was great. It was a great turnout. Corpus blew the doors off the place. Well, it gives you an idea of how important energy uh, topics are. There are many cities that um, they are not specifically directly impacted by oil and gas. Corpus Christi is, San Antonio not so much. And so when, as we have these discussions and we start talking, we start trying to help businesses build their businesses in the oil and gas sector, the natural questions come up of how does energy affect us. And so the differences that we saw were that Corpus Christi, because they directly are impacted by a lot of oil and gas, there was a huge, huge, huge turnout. The mayor was there of Corpus Christi. The mayor from Alice was there. And what are the differences? Both of these towns have been directly affected by oil and gas, period. And and it's been a, a tough time for some of these cities to navigate through this tough downward turn. But we also had... Ian Vasey, the executive director for the uh, Economic Development Foundation out there. We had uh, some representation from the Port of Corpus Christi. And Omar Garcia, of course, who completely supports Teak's mission. So, you know, what we, what we experienced was a great deal of individuals wanting to come in and demonstrating that they want to grow their business. They want to get better engaged in oil and gas. And they want to learn about the topic and become advocates for this, you know, very uh, diverse and somewhat catered industry, energy. How do you join Teak? All you have to do is go to shellmag.com, and there is a landing page that says Teak, and they can certainly go online and join. They can email us and inquire as well if they'd like to more information on Teak. You know, there's speaking opportunities as well. And so uh, it's just a great group, great group of folks. We do plan on growing this to be the largest advocacy group in Texas. And so uh, this next session, beginning in January, I look forward to getting our groups together and going out there and, and working closely with the real trade associations of energy and helping figure out what they need to go talk to our elected officials. And the launch party for Houston is coming up in the future, so keep your ear to the ground for that because there will be more information about the Teak launch party in Houston coming up. Now, not unrelated to Teak, Kim, is the Shell mobile app. Go. Well, well, you know, the mobile apps are where it's at. <laughs> I made a rhyme. And, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do was create a directory for our Teak members. It has the opportunity for them to put their business business card in there for uh, all the oil and gas producers to look at and hopefully utilize. So if you're a business, we want to hear about you. We want to grow the Shell mobile app. Um, and so it's a great directory of services in and outside of the oil and gas. Plus, it has a blog on it as well. You can find that at Marketplace or at the App Store, the Shale mobile app. Cover party's coming up, Kim. How exciting. We are returning back to San Antonio for a cover party. You know, Alvin, in the past year, we have had every cover party in Houston. To interview Howard Energy and its expansion and the, with their pipeline division into Mexico is pretty exciting. And their corporate office happens to be located in San Antonio, Texas. So we're looking forward to having our cover party. Brandon's done a pretty good job there. You know, he if you read his story, and I don't want to give it away, I hope that everybody will go online and, and read it because it's free. But 
it is a great story of a of a gentleman who has worked the majority of his time in in Mexico and really understands how to get things done um, over there. And now the benefit will be not only for the producers in the Eagle Ford Shell to take advantage of this wonderful pipeline, but also the citizens of Mexico in uh, Monterey, Mexico. New issues up now. That's right. It's on our website, shellmag.com. S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. Now, Kim, I know you want to talk about our partners. We have some great partners with not only the magazine and the radio show, but a lot of different facets of some of the other stuff that we're going to get into in a minute. But talk about our partners. You know, Alvin, we, quite frankly, could not have the great exposure that we have without these partners. You know, running a publication and a radio show and advocacy groups, uh, they're not uh, free. And so our partners mean everything to us. They are partners who support energy and they support the further development that we need to continue to do more work to talk to the community. And so our partners like STEER, uh, South Texas Economic Energy Roundtable, and even the Calic Auto Group, who is a business uh, partner of ours, showing that there is great economic development that can come from the oil and gas sector by getting involved and getting engaged in the industry. Kim, we do need to take a break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. My name's Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto. We'll be right back. Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. From oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at Amerijet.com. Hey, oil and gas friends, Alvin Bailey here. You know, every week, Kim and I work really hard to bring you up to speed with what's going on out here in the Texas oil patch. I also want to take just a minute to talk to you about your fleet needs. Whether you have one truck or 1,000 trucks in your fleet, I can help you. Call me when you have a minute and let's talk trucks. Did you know that the Kalig Auto Group offers pickup and delivery right from our service departments? And I'll bring the dealership right to your desk. You don't need to drop what you're doing and come waste hours and hours of your valuable time haggling over pennies. I have a very transparent process with a simple pricing formula that ensures you're always going to get a very competitive price and the very best service available in the industry. So call me today, area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 and let's talk. The Kalig Auto Group has Ford and Ram trucks for your heavy-duty needs. We also carry Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, Jeep, even Lincoln and Lexus for your luxury needs, and we have an Audi store coming soon. So whether you need work trucks for your day-to-day -day business or a new Lincoln or Lexus for you personally, call me. My cell number is 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656, or you can always email me 
abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kalig, K-A-H-L-I-G, auto, A-U-T-O, dot com. I look forward to seeing you down the road. Oil-filled experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oil-filled equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oil-filled parts for your fleet maintenance needs, oil-filled experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil-filled experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. And welcome back to this week's In the Oil Patch. I'm Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellotto. And Kim, I think it's time to bring our guest onto the show. Take it away. Thank you, Alvin. Our guest today is Ryan Boley, the Vice President of Operations and External Affairs for the Petroleum Equipment and Service Association, better known as PISA. Ryan, welcome to In the Oil Patch. Hey, absolutely. Glad to be here. Good evening, everybody. Um, Hope everybody's doing well today. Yes, we're doing well this evening. Well, Ryan, can we start off by giving us some insight into your background and how you ended up becoming the Vice President of Operations and External Affairs for PISA? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a, a relatively new uh, new uh, transplant to Houston, um, but PISA has been around for, uh, a very, for about 83 years now. We were founded uh, back in the 1930s. Uh, as an organization to bring the oil field service supply and manufacturing sector together um, at a time, you know, it was in the middle of the Great Depression. Uh, you know, there's a lot of government intervention within the economy, and it was a time to sort of engage with governments, uh, uh, you know, on those activities to, uh, you know, make sure that uh, our nation's energy supply and security was, was still being maintained and addressed. And uh, that theme has, uh, you know, continued as the association has moved forward over the years, uh, but also as the association has evolved uh you know, to be, uh, you know, beyond just that, but also to, to be, you know, much more uh, focused on the business needs of our membership in terms of, uh, you know, we do a lot of technical trainings, um, we do a lot of business intelligence, uh, the, the, probably the thing that PISA has been most well known for over uh, the past few decades has been uh, just a great networking organization for uh, you know, companies, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, engage with folks on the operating company side, their customers, um, but as well as peers and, and, you know, suppliers down the tiers of the supply chain. Um, so, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a huge resource for, uh, the, the service and supply sector and, uh, you know, is, is a lot different than other trade associations out there. You know, my background, uh, you know, from I was in Washington, D.C. as a Capitol Hill staffer for about seven and a half, eight years, worked on transportation, energy, environment issues, uh, left Capitol Hill, uh, worked for a a government affairs consulting firm for a very short amount of time doing some energy work, uh, and then uh, actually moved over to a, a trade association in the trucking industry. Uh, where I eventually ran their Washington, D.C. office. And 
for a few years. And then uh, my wife, who has a job in the energy industry, but not in government relations or policy, uh, her job got transferred down to Houston. And uh, we said, uh, you know, let's make the move. And uh, so I'm getting used to the heat and humidity of Houston uh, as this is my first summer down here. Can you tell our listeners what PISA stands for, some of the company's background possibly, and explain what PISA does for the oil fields? Um, So PISA is the Petroleum Equipment and Services Association, and it previously, its previous name had been uh, the Petroleum Equipment Suppliers Association. And as our membership has evolved, uh, you know, beyond just, uh, you know, the straight manufacturing side, you know, and evolved into a lot more of the services work as, you know, more and more of that work has, has shifted to, you know, off from the operator and on to services companies. You know, again, the associations, you know, continued to evolve and, um, you know, wanted to make sure as, you know, we're being that unified voice for the service supply and manufacturing sector of the oil and gas industry, um, that the name of the association reflects that reality as well. And, uh, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we're in a unique spot in terms of being that unified voice of a sector that, you know, is so much more than just, you know, the oil and gas industry. You know, we're technology companies, we're manufacturing companies, we're service providers, we're distributors. Um, you know, there's a, a great story to tell of our sector and the work that they're doing, uh, you know, supporting the economy, supporting energy security. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's, it's a great story to tell to policymakers, um, you know, who are making decisions that are you know, having a huge impact on, you know, not just the oil and gas industry as a whole, but obviously very specifically uh, pieces members and their peer companies. We just, uh, you know, held our fly-in up in D.C. Um, a few weeks ago, um, but you know, we, we you know do a lot of opportunities to bring the industry together for networking, um, but also you know a lot of it is technical trainings and uh, you know things. We run a oil and gas 101 program uh, to uh, you know help uh, you know folks who you know maybe are in the accounting side of a, of a service and supply company you know understand more about the industry. Uh, we have a, a lot of different committees that do seminars and programs on supply chain and um, you know human resources. Um, one of the most exciting things that we do is we have an emerging leaders committee and program that. Uh, you know, is an opportunity for high performers within the sector, you know, folks that are up and coming within management uh, to come together on their own committee, build their own network, do their own events and activities. Um, plus, you know, as part of that, we uh, offer a uh, executive coaching program. It's a year-long program that incorporates mentorship and other activities. Um, we do a business intelligence through our credit interchange division, uh, which is a credit group, so it provides uh, credit information out there about uh, our members' customer companies. So it's a great separate resource that a lot of our member companies take advantage of, especially right now. Um, and then another unique thing that we do is uh, provide training to foreign service officers and also folks through Department of Commerce and Department of Energy uh, through our Foreign Service Officer Training Program. That occurs twice a year where we work with operators and others within the industry to basically give folks that are going to be the energy attaches 
um, at U.S. embassies across the world a understanding soup to nuts over um, over four days here in Houston. What the you know what the oil and gas industry looks like, how you drill a well, what the components are, and uh, you know all of those things uh, both on and offshore, so that they can be positioned to uh, you know work with countries that are doing energy intensive activities and you know help American companies that are working in in those uh, in those regions as well. So uh, you know, but the main thing is you know we're working constantly you know to help advance the bar, you know, we have a great mantra here, train, elevate, network, and that's really what we do day in and day out for the service supply and manufacturing sector. Train, elevate, network. Ryan, I love that mantra. You know, with that, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, and we'll be right back. Ever feel like you've hit a wall with your business? Like you haven't been able to turn the corner on a new avenue for your company? Well, Turning Point Strategies is here to help. Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or companies that have been doing very well, but maybe want to move to the next level or are at a turning point. They're looking to think outside the box, and that's where we come in. We provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner at that point where they need consulting services. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point? Welcome to the newest and finest housing option in the Eagle Ford. Eagle Heights in Pleasanton has been especially designed to meet the interim housing needs of working professionals. Our service department packages offer everything from furnishings and housekeeping to covered parking and concierge services. At Eagle Heights, you can enjoy the comfort and peace of mind that come with interior hallways, elevator access, and electronic locks. High-speed internet access, gourmet kitchens, and free premium cable make life a breeze. We're great for business, too, with multiple density options, oversized parking, and functional meeting spaces. If you or your company are ready to enjoy big city amenities with the convenience and hospitality that Pleasanton affords, check us out at eagleheightsdevelopment.com or come see us. We're directly across from the Pleasanton Airport. See you there. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellotto, and our special guest today, Ryan Bowley. He's the Vice President of Operations and External Affairs for PISA. Ryan, before the break, you were talking to us about your Train Elevate Network training program. What I'd like to know is what goes on during these training sessions? What kind of speakers do you have, and what kind of content can these companies expect you to present during the trainings? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of it is whether, you know, focused on best practices within the industry. Like in um, February, we did a a day-long seminar on supply chain issues where we had uh, two representatives from two operating companies come in and talk about what's going on in the supply chain within their organizations. A lot of talk about lean, a lot of talk about, you know, cost containment and collaboration between, uh, between, you know, the suppliers, manufacturers, and the operators. And then we had uh, some outside perspectives, an analyst and uh, a professor from Texas A&M supply chain program come in and talk. We do a lot of analyst presentations over the course of the year. And then, you know, also some things that, you know, those are a little bit more strategic, but also some tactical things 
especially with our HR committee, you know, does a lot of tactical work in terms of, you know, like right now, you know, HR within the downturn, how to manage some of those activities and prepare for the up upswing that we all, you know, hope is is on the way here soon. Um, you know, so those are, all, you know, kind of a good picture of, of, of kind of some of the trainings that we do, but we also do sort of bigger, um, you know, lunch opportunities, things like that. In fact, we just had one last week out in Midland um, with Jeff Alvarez from Oxy. Uh, the event went fantastic. Uh, you know, glad to see so many new faces, folks that aren't PISA members, but also folks that are um, out there, uh, you know, away from our traditional Houston home uh, base of operations. And, uh, you know, we reach out to folks. We've got our website, PISA.org. Um, you can sign up if you're not a member. Um, and it's important to note, membership within PISA is corporate-wide. So if your company is a member, if you find them on the directory, uh, you can take advantage of those membership benefits in terms of member rates and things like that. Um, you know, Make sure you're getting our emails. Sign up for those emails over our website, PISA.org. We've got our event calendar there. We push those events out through, uh, through email, through word of mouth, other things. Things you know, obviously working with you know, some partners like Shale Magazine in terms of uh, you know highlighting those events out to the industry, um, and uh, you know those uh, you know those activities are, are things that uh, you know we see that folks get a lot of value from because it's not just the subject matter that they're hearing. Um, but it's also the networking, the opportunity to make connections with with other folks within the within the service and supply sector. Um, you know, if a customer is speaking at that event, it's an opportunity there to to make that connection. Um, and then, you know, obviously a huge amount of knowledge gained. Um, you know, whether it's an oil and gas 101 type activity or uh, you know something that. Uh, you know, is more focused on, say, leadership development or things like that. We know that a lot, you know, especially on the leadership development side, a lot of companies have had to cut back on their training budgets right now within, uh, you know, the, the our current economic environment within the industry. So, you know, we have a, you know, like, like to say that we've got a very competitive opportunity out there with our uh, executive coaching program. Uh, you know, that's a year-long program that is something that you can use, you know, for a high performer within your company to, you know, give them a, you know, give them some reward, show them some recognition. And, you know, we've seen companies get a lot of benefit out of that as well as the folks that go through the training. Ryan, you talked about membership. If a company would like to become a member of PISA, what would the process look like? Well, we've got some information up on our website. You know, there's a membership uh, tab there that folks can click on. But, uh, you know, if membership in PISA is something that folks are interested in, as, uh, you know, a small trade association, I wear many hats. One of them is actually, you know, membership responsibilities. So folks can email me directly. Um, it's rboley at PISA.org. We've got a lot of information that uh, that I can send you, um, you know, in terms of benefits. You know, we know that folks are focused on, you know, Okay, what's my actual business ROI on uh, joining a trade association? Um, you know, we can provide a lot of that information and you know highlight the the benefit of you know joining a trade association that's focused on the service and supply and manufacturing sector and you know how that has some direct benefit 
business benefits, but also, you know, overall benefits to uh, to the entire sector. You know, there's a lot of opportunities for leadership within PISA, whether it's you know as part of a committee or you know with with working to put on events and activities. Some good opportunities for thought leadership, but also you know really good opportunities for you as a company to you know engage with your peers, engage with customers, and you know have uh, you know a real you know be a real strong, you know, component of the industry and can really show good industry leadership. Remember, everyone, that's R. Bowley, B-O-W-L-E-Y, at PESA, P-E-S-A dot org, or you can visit their website, PESA dot org, and submit an inquiry. We do want to talk about the fly into Washington, D.C. that you all recently did, but first we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch with Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, and we'll be right back. Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. From oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at Amerijet.com. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. And we're back with In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Ryan Boley, the Vice President of Operations and External Affairs for the Petroleum Equipment and Service Association. Ryan, earlier in the show, you spoke about the engagement PISA has on public policy. What an interesting topic. How does PISA differ from other organizations in the industry that are much broader and have operating companies, drillers, and others as their members? 
Well, we we work closely with you know organizations like API, you know, offshore issues, NOAA, IADC, and, and others, because um, we all have our own unique voice. Even though you know we all have different membership components and and you know represent different sectors and segments of the industry, um, you know as far as pieces approach goes, you know we really focus in on the fact that uh, you know because so much of the technical work and so much of the you know innovation activity and and things along those lines are being done within our member company space. You know we really you know focus in on you know education based advocacy and um, you know emphasize the fact that you know we've got subject matter experts in these areas and you know try to be more of a you know we're educating the policymakers. You know I, I touched earlier on our foreign service officer training program activities, you know, that's a great example of, you know, where we're, you know, working hand in hand with the with the, the government on, you know, hey, this is how the industry really works. You know, this is peeling back the, you know, the layers of, you know, of, uh, you know, political discourse about oil and gas issues. And, you know, we're really laying out, you know, how, the, how it actually works. And we've done the same thing on other issues, you know, say the well control rule, you know, it's an offshore focused thing. But uh, you know, bringing the um, you know manufacturers of, of the components, the, bl- the blowout preventers, you know, to you know bringing them together and then helping them engage with uh, decision makers up in D.C. You know, being that unified voice for for that segment and that sector of the industry. Um, you know, in terms of not just uh, um, you know raising you know, issues across the board, but trying to be very specific in terms of, you know, well, these are technical challenges to, you know, accomplish what you want to accomplish. So, um, you know, it's it's really very much focused, our approach is very much focused on, you know, raising the, the knowledge level, whether it's a, you know, regulator who, you know, they're already got a good amount of background in the industry, but, you know, you can always learn more. Um, and especially as things continue to change, uh, you know, within the industry, you know, keep making sure that they're up to date on things, um, you know, whether it's a, uh, you know, a, a member of Congress who, you know, is dealing with a thousand different issues, um, you know, making sure that they, you know, understand, say, the economic impacts of the service and supply sector within their state or district, and they understand the jobs impact, they understand you know, the, you know, all of the benefits that that brings, especially with communities that maybe are outside the oil patch, you know, like Chicago, you wouldn't think of as, you know, being a place where oil and gas matters a lot from the, from, you know, our sector, but there's a, we have a lot of member companies up in that area that, that have plants and that employ, uh, employ individuals up there, um, down to, you know, the job I used to have as a congressional staffer where they're, you know, managing, you know, a dozen issues or so, but really trying to get into the weeds on those issues and, and to be that resource for them, uh, you know, when their boss, the lawmaker that they work for, has a question. Ryan, changing gears just a little bit, I noticed you all had a fly-in to Washington, D.C. recently. For those of us that don't know what this is, can you explain what happens during a fly-in? 
Yeah, so we've been doing this for for a good amount of time now, and uh, you know we'll you know have a number of executives, leaders within our member companies uh, sign up to go uh, up to DC, and uh, uh, you know mainly their the the work that they're doing up there are individual meetings, you know, usually thirty to forty minute meetings with congressional offices, whether that's the staffers or the lawmakers. It really depends on schedule. Um, and I mean, we had about uh, you know, over a dozen executives come up at the end of May um, from different companies on offshore, you know, some outside of the Houston area as well, um, and uh, you know, met with about 30 different congressional offices, including folks high up within the leadership of both the, the House and Senate, Republican and Democrat, and talk about issues that matter uh, to their companies, talk about their perspective as, as companies, whether they're a service provider, a manufacturer, you know, all, everybody has different issues, um, you know, but all kind of boils back to, the, to A, the importance of uh, the oil and gas industry and, and to, to, you know, energy development here in the United States to our economy, um, B, you know, the importance of the service and supply sector to achieving that, and then C, the work that our sector is doing in terms of uh, technology, safety, environment, and, you know, really continuing to move the ball forward on those areas, uh, you know, where there's a lot of focus on continuous improvement. Ryan, we have about a minute left in this segment, but I'm wondering if you can help me to understand the, the decisions that are being made in Washington right now, what kind of impact are they having on the service and supply sector? Well, I think, you know, it's, you look at it sort of, you know, at a, at a micro level and it's various individual regulations, whether it's uh, on offshore, it's the well control rule is probably the largest focus area there. Um, onshore, it's, uh, you know, looking at, uh, you know, specific regulations regarding methane and hydraulic fracturing and, you know, things like the waters of the U.S. rule um, that, uh, you know, have an impact on just energy development generally. Um, so you've got that, uh, you know, out there. And then on a, on a macro level, on a big picture level, uh, you know, there's, you know, the, the, the debate and discussion over climate change. Um, you know, and there's, you know, I don't know how familiar folks are with it, but, uh, you know, there's the keep it in the ground movement that uh, dominated a lot of our discussion in Washington, D.C. Ryan, that's good stuff. But with that, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. We'll be right back. Welcome to the newest and finest housing option in the Eagle Ford. Eagle Heights in Pleasanton has been especially designed to meet the interim housing needs of working professionals. Our service department packages offer everything from furnishings and housekeeping to covered parking and concierge services. At Eagle Heights, you can enjoy the comfort and peace of mind that come with interior hallways, elevator access, and electronic locks. High-speed internet access, gourmet kitchens, and free premium cable make life a breeze. We're great for business, too, with multiple density options, oversized parking, and functional meeting spaces. If you or your company are ready to enjoy big city amenities with the convenience and hospitality that Pleasanton affords, check us out at eagleheightsdevelopment.com or come see us. We're directly across from the Pleasanton Airport. See you there. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. 
So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Welcome back to In the Oil Patch. Today, our guest, Ryan Boley, has shared some really interesting facts about his company, PISA, and how he became the Vice President of Operations and External Affairs. Ryan, we spoke during the show and off the record about Keep It in the Ground movement. Can you explain to our listeners what that movement is and who initiated it? Well, the, the, the Keep It in the Ground movement, and it's certainly not a creation of PISA or anybody out there in the industry. It is a well-funded uh, campaign um, supported by by a bunch of outside foundations, uh, you know, some of the more radical environmental organizations, uh, you know, they are, uh, you know, they are moving forward with a campaign that, you know, outside of, uh, you know, the need for the price of oil to go up really is, you know, the biggest threat out there, you know, I kind of see for, uh, for the industry. And it's, they're focusing on, uh, you know, it's very much focused on climate change. And, uh, you know, they kind of have three stools or three legs to their stool, uh, uh, you know, going after the industry. Number one is, uh, you know, block trying to block energy development. Um, you've seen that uh, with the offshore taking areas offshore uh, and and taking them out of uh, the availability to be leased. Uh, then it gets into some of the more specific regulations. Um, you know, you know, fracking is a is a big focus for. Uh, you know, that campaign in terms of, you know, trying to block those activities. And you've seen a lot of discussion about fracturing in the, in the presidential uh, primaries on the Democratic side, especially. So there's been a lot of discussion there. Um, and then, uh, you know, the third uh, uh, leg of the stool is, uh, um, you know, the, uh, the effort to block things like pipelines. And this all kind of got started with victory after their victory after blocking the Keystone XL pipeline. And it's, it, it's kind of expanded. And, you know, they're also going after individual companies, as we've seen, uh, you know, with, uh, with some companies within the, within the, within the industry as well. So, uh, you know, our, you know, we're definitely you know, taking this as a, as a serious thing and you know, trying to do our part um, you know, within our you know, focus on being educators out there to uh, you know, really highlight the fact that, hey, you know, a lot of the stuff that's being said you know, is you know, not based in fact, it's not based in science. You know, here are the realities. You know, we just, uh, my, my boss, our president, Leslie Byer, just spoke to uh, earlier this, uh, earlier this month, spoke on to the EPA as part of their review of something on hydraulic fracturing and pointed out, you know, hey, the science says, you know, this on, on fracturing. Not, you know, don't just buy into all of the, you know, all of the claims out there. You need to look at science. I think that's you know going to be a big part of you know everybody's effort to to focus in on on this real challenge ahead. Wow, you know it's crazy how many movements and organizations have been created to try and stop progression of the industry, especially when the industry has had so much science to back it up. Ryan, what should companies and as well as employees in the industry, especially this sector, be focused on when engaging with policymakers? Well, especially if there are folks that are, you know, rep- working for or representing companies within the service and supply sector, I think so much of it, and this is a big focus that we do, is just educating them about what our sector does. 
know, that there's, you know, a focus on, you know, the oil and gas industry is just, you know, the operating companies and, you know, doesn't go beyond that. I think that uh, the more that, uh, you know, our sector can do, and it's certainly a priority of PISA and it was a priority during our fly-in, about just educating about, you know, all the different things that the sector does, whether it's, you know, you know the jobs impact, um, you know, the fact that it's, you know, not just, you know, folks out in the oil patch that are, you know, doing work, but it's, you know, folks working in a steel foundry in, in Chicago. Um, you know, that's an important thing for folks, you know, policymakers to understand. Understanding the technology impact and, you know, the, the innovation work and, and what we're able to do as an industry now, um, you know, is just mind-blowing. Um, and, you know, and within that, being able to do it safely and efficiently and, you know, with a focus in on, you know, from top to bottom within the industry of, you know, lowering footprint, protecting the environment, you know, that we operate under really strong standards. I think all of those things are, you know, important from an education perspective, you know, outside of a particular bill or a law or regulation, you know, those are important things that as folks do take opportunity to engage with policymakers. And what we've got some things up on PISA.org that, that can help in that discussion. You shared this information earlier in the show, but Ryan, if somebody wants more information about you or about your company, PISA, or the training sessions that you guys have to offer or even becoming a member where should they go and or who should they email? Yeah, absolutely. I, I shared my individual address earlier, but just the general um, email address is info at pisa.org, um, and that'll go to uh, somebody here on staff who can direct uh, your question or comment to the right person. And then we've uh, our phone number is 713-932-0100. And then, you know, all of our information is available online at PISA.org. We have our calendar of meetings and events. Um, I know we've got a good slate of events coming up in July um, that uh, that folks should take a look at. Um, we also have our membership directory. So if you're not sure if your company is a member of PISA, you can check that out there. Um, we've got our listing of our board of directors. And then, obviously, if you are not a member of PC, your company is not, and you're interested in membership, uh, we've got information there as well. So, uh, you, know, uh, you know, we think it's a, a, we, are, we want to be that great resource for the sector, you know, help train, elevate, and network the issues that, uh, uh, you know, impact the sector both on the business side and on the policy side as well. Again, that was info at PISA.org or rboley at pisa.org, or you can call this phone number, write it down at 713-932-0168. Again, area code 713-932-0168. That's right, Alvin. Well, Ryan, on behalf of our sponsor today, Shell Oil & Gas Business Magazine, and in the Oil Patch Radio Show, I would really like to thank you for being our guest today. We hope to have you on again in the future so you can share more information about updates and information that PISA is working on and your future events. Uh, It was great to be on, and, and thanks so much for everybody's time, and appreciate everybody listening. 
Thanks again, Ryan and Kim. One more great show in the books this week. Can you guess what time it is now? I think it's trivia time. That's right. It's oil and gas trivia time. Hey, if you're the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to radio at shalemag.com. Again, that's radio at shalemag.com. You'll win a $75 gift certificate to the beautiful and the yummy Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. Kim, what's our trivia question this week? Our trivia question this week is, what does PISA stand for? Email your response to radio at shellmag.com. That's radio at shell, S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. And remember that the first correct email will win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston. That's the beautiful and the yummy Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. That's right, Alvin. You know... That's about going to wrap things up here. And, hey, be sure to like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash in the Oil Patch Radio Show. And follow us on Twitter at Shale Mag. So long, everyone. Adios. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.